بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم أما بعد عن عبد الله بن عمر رضي الله تعالى عنهما أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم مر على رجل من الأنصار وهو يعيذ أخاه في الحياء فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم دعه فإن الحياء من الإيمان متفق عليه The chapter we are dealing with the chapter which pertains to haya, shame, modesty, its virtue, and the encouragement we are given to implement this quality of haya and shame within us. Allah Ta'ala has made human beings such that naturally, instinctively, every one of us has some level of haya. It is a natural quality which Allah Ta'ala has imbibed human beings with whether they have iman or they don't have iman. Human beings to some extent, it is part of what makes one a human being to have some level of haya, shame or modesty. However, Islam, Shariat advocates that we work on this quality and develop it to an even greater extent. One Sahabi by the name of Ashaj bin Abdul Qais, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he formed a delegation which came to Medina Munawara to accept Islam. We mentioned this incident previously also, but just to reiterate or to recap, because there's a particular point which is pertinent to what we are currently discussing. The rest of this delegation, when they came into Medina Munawara, obviously traveling in the desert, their appearance was unkempt, haze, disheveled, bodies full of dust. And obviously there would be perspiration, etc. They rushed out of their exuberance and love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They rushed to meet Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This particular Sahabi did not join the rest of the delegation. He got involved with seeing to the animals, then seeing to their accommodation. Thereafter, he had, he, had a, he had a bath, put on clothes, new clothes, fragranced himself, etc. And with great decorum, he came and he presented himself to Rasulullah Allah's Rasul is sahib wahi receives revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So immediately he differentiated between the conduct of this one sahabi, Ashad Abdul Qais radiallahu ta'ala and the rest of his delegation. And Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam praised him. And he said that there are two qualities within you. There are two qualities within you which yuhibbuhumullah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves both these qualities. What two qualities? The first is al-hilm. Hilm, in other words, forbearance, tolerance. In this particular instance, someone who doesn't just rush into things, but his forbearance, his, quality, his hilm, taught him this etiquette that present yourself in such a manner that is in keeping with the maqam and the status of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa he came with great decorum before Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So referring to that, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Hilm. 
Allah Ta'ala blessed you with this one quality. And secondly, haya. Allah Ta'ala blessed you with haya, with shame, with modesty. As I mentioned, in other words, even before you became Muslim, even before you came to present yourself to Rasulullah Sallallahu Allah Ta'ala gave you an inordinately high level of haya. So this Sahabi, he asked an ajeeb question to Rasulullah Sallallahu When Nabi Apaq Sallallahu highlighted these two very good qualities within him, he said, Qadiman o Hadithan. He said, Ya Rasulullah, these two qualities that you are referring to, Hilm and Haya, are they within me, were they with me from the beginning, before Islam, from the time of my birth? Naturally, these qualities were they in me. Or the blessing and barakah of my having accepted Islam, has it recently come in me? So Nabi Islam said, Bal Qadiman, no. Naturally, Allah Ta'ala has placed these two qualities to a heavy, very high level within you before your Islam. So then, even on this, he gave a beautiful answer and he said, Alhamdulillah, alladhi jabanani ala khuluqain yuhibbahumullah. He said, all praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who naturally placed within me two qualities from the beginning. But these two qualities are such which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. So very, very important, my respected brothers, is to develop this quality of haya. Haya to some extent, differing amongst people, is already there. But Islam, Shariat, Deen requires us to nurture and increase the level of haya and shame that is within us. We find amongst the Sahaba Ikram, many, many Sahaba had many virtues. But we find that what we call khususi, specific, fadail and virtues. For example, Sayyidina Usman radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he was specifically known for a very, very high level of haya and shame and modesty. One incident which Mala Yusuf Sahib mentions in his Hayatul Sahaba, that once Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was at home in the house of Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, muttaji'un ala firashihi labisun mirta Aisha. He was lying on his bed and he had covered himself to some extent, covered his knees, covered his legs with the blanket of Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. There was a knock on the door. It turned out to be Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu who sought permission to have an audience with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa when he was told that Abu Bakr is at the door, he allowed him in. Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu, whatever matter he came with, Nabi sallallahu dealt with it and Abu Bakr went away. A little while later, another sahabi by the name of Sa'ad bin Malik radiallahu ta'ala anhu knocked at the door. Similar incident, he went away. Then Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, similar incident, then he went away. Then there was a knock. Now Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was informed that it is Sayyidina Usman radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Aisha radiallahu anhu is the narrator of the hadith. She says the entire demeanor and manner of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi changed. He was relaxing with this blanket or the shawl over his legs. All of a sudden he pulled it, sat up, pulled it, covered himself properly, said to Aisha, 
Ijma'i alayki thiyabik. Aisha, cover yourself properly, Usman has come. Dealt with the matter of Usman radiallahu ta'ala anhu and then Usman radiallahu ta'ala anhu went away. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. She says, Abu Bakr, Umar, Saad bin Malik. In other words, other sahaba came. Your demeanor and manner didn't change. Yet when you heard that it was Usman, you went to all this trouble, you set up, you covered yourself, you said, told me, be careful, cover myself properly. Ya Rasulullah, what was the difference? So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explained to Aisha, Ama astahi mimma tastahi minul malaika. That Aisha, should I not show haya and shame for that personality for whom the malaika have haya and shame? Walladhi nafsu Muhammadin biyadihi, inna al la tastahi min Uthman. By the oath of that being in whose hands lies the life of Muhammad Aisha, like you have haya and shame for Allah and his Rasul the malaika have shame for Usman So in other words, this is a quality of Usman which was to a very high level. And by this demeanor and manner, and the praise which Rasulullah effusively gives Usman over this. We learn the importance of us developing this quality of haya. What is haya in reality? Mullah Ali Qali rahmatullah used to say, Haqiqatul haya, anna mawlaka la yaraka haythu nahak. That the true reality of haya is that your master, in other words, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, should not see you in any position from which he prohibited you from. Naturally develop this quality of shame, embarrassment, that my Allah should see me in any place or doing anything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited me from. We find that the Arifin, those who were endowed with the true connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they used to say that modesty stems from the conviction within the heart. Modesty stems from the conviction within the heart that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching. Allah is looking at you. Like Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, Alam ya'alam bi yara. Do they not know that Allah is looking at them? Today human beings are behaving, getting involved in such practices in the so-called darkness of the night that even the animals will not get involved in such things. And yet human beings are getting involved in that. What is behind this, this sheer lack of haya? We are living in a, in a society where in every direction this is the effort of the people of Batil to strip us and destroy this quality of haya. Haya is a great deterrent. Haya is a great barrier. It will protect us from the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we develop this haya, like I said, animalistic behavior has become the norm. And, we, and, it is, and there is even a drive to make this normal and to make it okay. And anybody who speaks against it, something is wrong with him. Such an effort is being made to destroy this essence of haya and shame, which is natural, which is naturally there in every human being. And Islam advocates that we develop it to a higher level. Coming back to what we were saying, modesty stems from the conviction within the heart that Allah is watching me. How can I be doing this when my Allah is watching me? Where is my embarrassment? Where is my shame? Where is my the, this perception? Allah is looking at me. How am I going to face Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Hence, one who possesses this quality, 
protects his external and his natural self, internal, externally. This is a great barrier. It is a great protection which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us to consciously develop this quality of haya, shame, modesty, pak damani, chastity. This is something that is, we, come, we mentioned in the hadith of Rasulullah min al-iman. It is part of iman. It can never ever be separated from iman. Greater the level of haya, greater the level of iman. Allah give us tawfiq, subhanahu